0: Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max 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 Max, Max! Max, 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 Max 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 Max. Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why hello and welcome to season 25, episode 8 of oh, Happy right Jack's down. RPG Podcast. Oh. My name is Stu.
1: My name is Kimmy. I'm Stork, Mo. And Mo. Mo. Yay, Mo. Mo.
0: Those, you might remember him from such hits as the Magic On. He, he <laughs> ran uh, Shibuya Nights for us in a one-shot on a Saturday, which yeah. is up. You can watch that. Yeah. At, but who are you and what do you do that makes you famous?
2: Um, my name is Mo. Uh, I'm from uh, the Bay Area and I have a funded Kickstarter. Yes, as of as of 20 minutes Yeah ago? As of like an hour ago Yeah, yeah
1: Very exciting So
2: I'm like an official Game developer now so. And what's the name Of your game? Nice. Nights
3: yeah, you give it a, you wanna, What's your elevator pitch? It's an
2: anime Fantasy Role playing game Nice Set in a, a, fa- a Fantasy version Of Steampunk Japan
3: So Nice yeah. As opposed to the actual Steampunk Japan
2: Um it, there are no cell phones. So that's that's nice.
1: That's good for every GM. That's, yeah. the,
0: that's the wisest decision you can make in a role-playing game right. setting is to, not, is to not have cell phones. <laughs> Mysteries. Oh, there's a mystery?
2: Right.
3: Here we go. It's solved.
2: It's funny listening to people trying to get over. Well, I have a device that... Can I, can I build a device that... I'm like, that's going to take you uh That's a long-term project.
0: I have yep. a steam-powered phone. <laughs> right? Alright, in this episode of Happy Checks RPG Podcast Ryan writes in about time records and meaningful campaigns oh I meant to look up the actual quote in the DMG, because yeah, I still have my original DMG Well, I actually replaced it uh, Eric from New Jersey writes in about changing systems and L Lamasu or Yamasu I'm not sure, it was two capital L's so that kind of threw
3: me oh, Llamas with the uh, double L's, isn't
0: it? But not two capital L's oh, that's true. Sends us a horror story mm. <clears throat> But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're getting very low on emails again, so oh, if you want to send emails, emails. now's the time. Uh, happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're also on the social media. We're on, oh, we have a forum, happyjacksforum.com. That's happyjacksforum.com. And we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and MeWe. We haven't been on MeWe in a while, now. Uh, happyjacksrpg, all one word. That's happyjacksrpg, all one word. And your Kickstarter funded.
2: Yeah, funded. Which is fantastic. Yes. yes. But you have 30 more minutes to uh, go. Oh, 30 more minutes. If you want to get in.
0: <clears throat> S-H-I-B-U-Y-A-N K- Nights N-I-G-H-T-S. with S-H-I-B-U-Y-A-N
2: K-N-I-T-H-T-S yes. yes.
0: Dot com. It's and
2: been studying.
0: Well, I just went <laughs> to look it up, but I didn't see a link to the Kickstarter from there.
2: Uh, it's, you have to click buy a book. I, I, buy
0: a book. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm. So, so go, go and click on buy a book and that will take you to his Kickstarter. There it is. Nice. You got thirty minutes, so so it ends at seven forty-seven.
2: It ends at eight o'clock.
0: Oh, 8 o'clock. Okay, all right. you get more than thirty minutes, but don't
2: wait. Oh, okay. Don't okay. Wait.
0: All right. Um, oh, first, do you want to read the first email since you're our guest? They were on the sure. special. No, did you do
1: the thing? What? For social media?
0: Yeah, I no? just did all that. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to watch us live, go to happyjacks.org/live. Happyjacks.org/live on Fridays at seven oh five p.m.
1: Do it in live <laughs> Do it in live Do
0: oh, okay. it live <laughs> If we're early if, um, Unless we're early Which has no. never happened
1: <laughs> Okay, so just for reference Before we read the email Do you want the quote? Yeah Okay, so according No? Go, yeah, go ahead Okay According to the Dungeon gender Master's Guide, page thirty-seven, Gary Gygax said,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: "Game time is of the utmost importance. Failure to keep ca- uh, careful track of time expenditure by player characters will result in many anomalies in the game. The structure that's uh, the." Uh, <laughs> The yeah, I know uh, we were all in we uh, the chat. Uh, no, oh. I Googled it. Oh, okay. The structure of time is what makes recovery of hit points meaningful. Likewise, the time spent adventuring in the wilderness areas removed concerned characters from their bases of operations, be they rented chambers or battle- battlements strongholds. Currently, the most important time structure pertains to the manufacturing of magic items. For during a period of such activity, no adventuring can be done.
0: Now, now, find the part where he says the important, the, the yeah. important bullshit. All
1: was. of the, yeah, it was kind of <coughs> All of these demands upon game time force choices upon player characters and likewise number their days of game life. You cannot have a meaningful campaign if strict time records are not kept. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's, and that's in, Yeah, okay. and that's in capitals. I don't know if it is in the player handbook but, or in the master's guide. I'm not sure.
2: Okay. So, not so what year did this particular volume? Come
0: this on. would be DMG 1, so yeah, 78,
2: I'm, I'm perfect, guessing. Perfect. I'm perfect. thinking. This That sounds absolutely correct.
1: Oh, no. For yeah. 1970. It's, well, For yeah, no, the, and the thing, Good job. Get, get your job, Sue. Our store, um, The DMG is one of the few places in the entire book where Gary hit the caps lock. So it is. <laughs> he, he, he felt very strongly about the passage uh,
3: <laughs> of time and its effects on the campaign.
1: Yeah, so it is 100% actually in caps in the Dungeon Master's Guide.
3: The oh,
0: the one time in the DMG where where he texted like my dad.
1: When did that? And you know it
3: was like an old school typewriter yeah. too.
0: Right? And and I mean and it is High Gagaxian. It's, it was. Did you
3: see how hard that was to read? You
0: cannot write so in High, high Gagaxian high. unless the <laughs> passive voice is used.
1: Yes. <laughs> Very difficult in, To read. I kept trying to flip. It. No, that's no, no. 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 That's yeah, the magic of Gagaxian.
0: Yeah. Strixer. Ah. So that's that's the original quote. And someone wrote in about that. Years and years and years yeah. ago, and we laughed and laughed and laughed. But anyway, yeah, to the email
2: <laughs> Hey, all, hope you're having a nice day. I listen to your cast and actual plays on occasion, but I have not been here for a whole 10 year legacy. So, I have not been here for the whole 10 year legacy. So, forgive me if I if it, this is just beating a dead horse. We talked about this 10 years ago, says Stu. Yeah, I was listening to an actual play, and I heard you guys mention a quote by the Gygax. With much disdain, I personally found to be one of the most useful pieces of advice in regards to running a game, especially the raising and lowering of tension. I wanted to know if it seems like you folks have s- why it seems like you guys have such contempt for it. Since I'm not fluent in High Gagaxi, I shall paraphrase. <laughs> I'm not
1: either, obviously.
2: Do I have to read that again?
1: Oh, no. No, you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Nope>. sorry. <laughs> I'm not read that at a time. I apologize. <laughs> <honestly>. <laughs>
2: If allowed enough, enough time... I'm going to skip to halfway. If allowed enough time, the PCs will solve any problem the GM can come up with because they are...
1: Oh, no. R- it looks like just that okay, one okay. Yeah. It, sentence
2: is,
0: a, it is a
1: bold it. statement.
0: That's, that's where he started. That, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's where, back in the... Yeah.
2: No meaningful role-playing game can be played without strict timekeeping. It is a bold statement, but I have found it more true than not. By nature, the teamwork of having multiple PCs and one GM, the situation is made easier for the players, characters combat, trap, puzzle, or social situation or whatever, if allowed enough time, the PCs will solve any problem the GM can come up with because they are committed they are a committee and the GM is just one. The only way to add tension without making certain actions outrightly impossible is to control the time they have to solve the problem. I do not see how one can add tension or consequence without keeping track of time. Even story games or PBTA require time to be kept in regard to consequences. Otherwise, nothing the PCs do matters, or at least I cannot see how it would. If you are sent out to get food for your community and spend a month doing drugs in the desert with a guy named Stinky Pete instead, you you should have failed your task of getting food for your community. It's taking the player's choice away by saving the community can survive without your character indefinitely. It seems like nothing your character does matters if you do not keep track of time. Feel free to bring up something I am missing because it seems pretty like pretty satellite advice. Thoughts? Okay.
0: His paraphrase.
1: I agree with like how it's like put in this email yes but but it's different
0: you cannot have a meaningful campaign if strict time records are not kept that's like one true wayism, mm-hmm. and that's horseshit
1: well, and I think we're talking about I think we're talking about two different things too. Right. Yes, having like the the Ryan is talking about having time limits or ta- or pressure put on the party right. by time that is not strict
0: which, time records. right, which
1: is completely different <laughs> than strict time records. And I 100% agree. Like like having a time limit to things is a way to put pressure on people, a way to like raise that temperature on this on whatever you're running.
2: <clears throat> That's the AC and that uh, an explosion. Well, why is it on? <laughs>
1: I can it on. I thought you wanted it on. No, it's um, cold
2: outside. All
1: right. Unplug the um, mic. But, uh, I think that, um,. But but that's different than keeping time records Like I don't know if it matters If you keep track of exactly How many days they're wandering Through the forest
3: With a, a spreadsheet like this One so yeah. <laughs> hour spent uh, yeah. walking the horses And yeah. another hour cobbling them Another hour gathering water like, hey, like, That's yeah. not a meaningful
2: campaign That's just
1: <laughs> Data and, and records sure. That's a lot of work um, So I think those are two very separate issues
2: I think to I think part of the challenge is context. When Gary Gagas is writing this, nobody had ever played a role-playing game before. Mm-hmm. So, what except his, except right? Except his, <laughs> And so, people buying this book needed to understand what are the dimensions of the fiction. Mm-hmm. So. There's a certain point where time is important, and if you've never GM'd, everybody's first level GM, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> time becomes a relevant factor. If yeah, you've played sure. a couple games over a couple years, I think this becomes a given that everybody gets. Mm-hmm.
3: It, you, you're right. You're parsing this thing together like this. It's true. Yes, and you're right as well because there was no such thing as a GM. Nobody knew what a GM was. Right. Nobody. There, there was. You know, he's he's inventing it as he goes, but. It's not to say that the passage of time doesn't happen, and the one truism just 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 like drawing a line in the sand is like you are playing it wrong if you don't keep a your time campaign record. is meaningless it's me- if you're not the keeping track time records meaningless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that so, is the inverse of it. Yeah, the uh, it, to me keeping track of time is important when it's important, and it's yeah, not always it's important. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if, like in our traveler game. You guys want to know how you're taking a jump from here to here, what is the travel time? Because you need to study and you have to have a certain number of hours of study in order to gain a skill level or whatever. So that's kind of important. So it's like, okay, you're gonna—it's five jumps, so that's gonna be five weeks of travel. Mm-hmm. But it right? will
3: kill you if you make us role play out two weeks worth of. Of course, of, time. of course you will.
2: Mm-hmm. Likewise, you—you so, you can't have everybody's birthday be the third trip unless that's a thing in the game. You right. know, if it's a mechanic, <laughs> you know, and it takes four months to do it. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: But but I mean, there are other times when it doesn't matter, especially like in social situations, like yeah. a, a social conflict kind of thing, that can be run very fast and loose and things can be happening in different timelines and things like that. Not completely different timelines, but the passage of time, it's just, it, it's like when you, you've seen Firefly.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I, th- I always thought Firefly, oh my dogs are they There's sirens. Oh, there's sirens, okay.
1: Stay focused, Steve. come on.
0: The Firefly. Firefly. Oh, my God. It's so funny when they do that. Um, Firefly... I always thought Firefly was like interstellar travel. Yeah. Right? Like, they're going from one star system to another. Oh, no. It's all in one giant solar system that has like 11 stars in it. It's crazy. Yeah. And travel times, and that don't matter. When's the last, when is the last time you've watched something where where the travel time in a science fiction show from one system to another had any relevance.
3: You know what, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, and even in cowboy movies, it's the same thing. When, you know, I don't need to watch them traveling through the, the high Sierras on their horses, getting from, you know deadbeat gulch to... The only to time it would matter is out. if
0: you've got that one guy who's going right. to, while I'm on horseback, I'm going to study my spells right, right, so right. I can
3: uh, level up. That's and, yeah, which is not to say they wouldn't have an encounter, it's like you get you could get jumped by bandits or something on traveling, but that's when you pick up the action, right? But I think, all right, a day passes everybody, everybody marking your grid you know, how <laughs> what you did during that day. Right. I'm like... Ah.
2: And I think it's kind of genre-specific, you know, if... If you know everybody has to roll for dysentery every day, (laughs) every day matters. But you know, in in Star Wars, they never talk about the differences of gravity or anything like that because that's not what the story is about. Mm Right. And I think we've evolved so far in role playing games that it's either a thing or it's not. Mm -hmm. And in a game, absolutely, times a thing. You know, you want a ticking clock to create tension, but it it may not be a thing overall. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. i mean i i know some dms specifically who like run like really mi- like minutia campaigns yeah. and that's part of like what they and some of their players really love like making sure you have enough rations like counting out your gold, things like that that doesn't sound fun to me at all if, if but you're, if you're doing something on that um micro of a level then time does matter and that can really affect things um it did affect things i don't you might have said it while i was making the dog quiet, but uh, when uh, a few weeks ago in our Call of Cthulhu campaign, when Pooja was running because she had to, or was rolling every day for seeing if she caught yellow fever or not, because right. she'd been exposed to it, so every day she had to roll to see if she got healthy. Those, those days mattered. Yes, so absolutely. So we did have right. to keep track of those days. So can be a very important part of the story.
0: And if you're running a game where where resources are scarce, it's a survival game, you've got X amount of water, and you've got to make it across the desert in a certain number of mm-hmm. times, sure, you need to sit down and pencil out. You don't, you don't have to, like, play every day. Oh, are no. you drinking water day or are you not? But, <laughs> but I mean, say, okay, you've got this much water and the church is going to take you this long, so at some point, like three quarters of the way through, you're going to have a problem with water rations. Do you guys want to start rationing early and take mm-hmm. some con penalties, or, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, there, there, are, there certainly are things where time is super important. And I mean, and I'm speaking really hypocritically here, because in both of the games, no, not the Traveler game, but in the Call of Cthulhu game, and certainly in all the vampire games I ran, yeah. I know what day it is, yeah, but that's because it's important, because... This vampire says he's going to he, p- produce a, a presentation of the King in Yellow at the local theater mm-hmm. on this date. Yeah. Right. Well, we need to know when that date's coming up. Right. You know, so you have to keep track of that. And the same thing in the Call of Cthulhu game. There are things happening in the world mm-hmm. that you guys aren't yet aware of right. as, the t- as time passes. I'm just kind of keeping track of those things. Yeah behind the scenes. So, yeah, there's definitely times... And I I probably keep track of time more, I think, than I than my derision of this quote suggests.
2: Yes. <gasps> it's just, I think, but it's so you, absolute. You yeah. rely
1: on your players to keep track. Because
0: well, th- Pooch is amazing at well, it. Well, that's that's, that's that's my like, fail-safe check. Yeah. It's like, uh, June 5th? No, June
2: 3rd. Shit.
1: Okay, yeah. Let's go check it together. <laughs> Do you want
2: to get it? No, that's fine. Um, I think it's one of those things where if you... It, it's supposed to be a fun game. Mm-hmm. If you were to time out... Like real time versus combat, it does not make sense. <laughs> so sure. like because it's it's kind of fast and loose, you can get as close to true as you want, but you'll never be true. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and, and that's fine.
3: that's mm-hmm. <laughs> fine. And I've played video games that
0: You still have a meaningful campaign. You
3: can yes, you still have a meaningful <laughs> campaign. And I've played video games where you, you are carrying your water and your and your gold mm-hmm. mounts up and you only have a limited mm-hmm. resources and stuff and that's it it's, it's does ratchet up tension. It's one way to play. And I've also played video games where you can carry as much as you want. Right. Don't have to worry about eating or drinking. Yep. And the quest givers will be there for months or days, and this quest never mm-hmm. expires. So, And that's another way of playing, and they're both meaningful. Yeah. where I was going to go with that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: They're both fun.
0: All right. Well, thank you for the email, Ryan. But yeah, we actually did talk about this once. Yeah. Uh, we had an episode on it, and we... The conversation wasn't very different than it is now, I think.
1: (laughs) I think we make fun of that quote more because the quote is kind of crazy, especially when you read it in its entirety, like the way it's phrased, and because it's in High Gygaxian, more than the actual like content and like philosophy behind it. it
3: it is this it's max of absolutism and it really does. when somebody says you, yeah you you are you have to do it this way Stu's like oh we,
1: really yeah. <laughs> we just like that in all forms don't you usually. tell me what to do am i being
3: detained <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> all right, all right.
0: <laughs> um converting to a new system from eric in new jersey
1: uh we'll read this one uh, hello to the Happy Jacks crew. Hello. Eric from New Jersey here saying hello and hoping that this email doesn't get too long because Lucy, I have some splaining to do. In the meantime, take a drink. This conversation will deal primarily with fantasy role playing, though there will be some sci fi mentioned due to space <laughs> wizards. Which is also in all caps, I'm just saying. Right. Uh, okay. Here we go. I am looking to convert my favorite homebrew D&D campaign setting into another system. Stu, I know you've tried to convert a uh, campaign into various systems from 4E yeah. to Hero to GURPS if I recall correctly, yeah. uh, Man. and I am wondering how you dealt with the differences in each system when trying to convert the world, not so much the characters. Let me explain. Each game has its own basic action. Dungeons Dragons is about killing monsters, taking their treasure and leveling up so that you can get that to do, you can get to do that with even bigger monsters who have even more treasure. Star Wars, West End Games version, is about fighting impossible odds, breaking into things, breaking out of things, and then blowing up said places. Shadowrun is about being assigned a a heist, and then planning and executing the heist. Now this isn't to say that every campaign is going to be like that. Heck, you be you, and do romantic comedy in in Pathfinder if you like. This is more about (laughs) what the systems are built to do best. So that being said, it comes down to three questions. One. What suggestions do you have about converting from one game system to another? Two, what would you consider the best action of genre systems like... Basic action. Oh, oh, sorry. Basic action of generic systems like GURPS or Savage Worlds. I mean, it has to be more than it's realistic or it's pulpy. Heck, feel free to talk about other systems as well when it comes to basic actions. Jason may be there and tell me I'm completely buggered up. uh, I completely buggered up Shadow runs basic action, for example. So chat away. Three. Obviously, I'm looking at GURPS or Savage Worlds to convert, but do you have any other suggestions of maybe another system to convert, an old D&D 3.5 campaign that isn't D&D or Pathfinder? Anyway, I hope all is well with you. Stay drunk, stay diverse, stay gamers. Eric from New Jersey, a.k.a. Eric from NJ. All one word on the forums.
0: Question one. Suggestions uh, do you have about converting from one game system to another?
1: Oh
2: man! Every game system doesn't take every story type. I used to play Hero games for many, 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 many moons, mm-hmm. and uh, I love Hero games. I'm 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 a diehard. Like it's it's amazing. It does anything, right? Except fantasy.
0: <laughs> oh really? We played a fantasy. Hero fantasy
2: game. Hero is fun. It's awesome, but you know you get a little loosey goosey with magical effects, mm. and you know there has to be an opportunity for things to happen beyond the point system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because everything is kinda measured. Oh you all the power so. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so um <coughs> a bag of holding is an infinitely large point pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to convert
2: something from, you know, D and D. But since it's, a, the it's system.
0: a since it's a it's a focus that someone can take away, it's only a quarter of an infinity.
2: in points. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So,
3: there's and there's no activation on it though, so that's
2: okay. mm. 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 always we on. Got to open it. Yeah, it's always on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got to open it. So every genre isn't for every system. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, you're gonna break systems with like the dumbest things, like a bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Um, it breaks Hero System. Um, I think uh, PBTA, where I've spent most of my My brain space for the last uh, year and a half Mm -hmm. is really cool at doing a lot of things, but it's particularly loosey goosey. Unless the game is keeping track of time, it doesn't keep track of time. (laughs) 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 So um, you can have a great fun, and everything's going to be kind of just a general, you know. Mm -hmm. You're throwing grenades, Mm -hmm. you know, you you got to get close. Um, I haven't played the new Savage Worlds. Uh, GURPS is another point based system mm-hmm. that I think that, you're going to have the same challenges you that's have with hero. champions
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now the thing the thing is um,
1: I think for my, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. well I was going to say just sticking to his first point I know we're all getting excited we're talking about the second point and the third point which is like specific systems like first like, what suggestions do we have about converting from one game system to another like for me like the first thing I'd look at is just the vibe of the game Like, if you're moving from, you know, something like that is, like, D&D and Pathfinder, you know, 3.5, like, that has a very specific vibe to how it works. And you really should break down what you and your players have liked so much about that for so long. If you've liked keeping track of time and things like that, then that's going to very much inform what systems you should be looking at. Mm-hmm. If your players and your system, like I know you're talking about, like the basic action of the of the thing, which is kind of the second question. But if your characters are, if your players want to stick with their same characters and they're really married to their magic weapons that they have some epic story <coughs> that they, got, you know, they got this weapon killing this monster that's going to really affect where you should go because you're going to need to find a system where those magic weapons can translate. Right. So that's going to be the first thing you really need to start looking at is what are they cool with keeping, what, or what do they insist on keeping, and what are they cool with letting slide?
3: Leapfrogging uh, off that, uh, it's very similar. Um, why do you want to change systems? You have to ask yourself what it is about the system mm-hmm. that's bothering you and mm-hmm. why you want to change it in the first place. Mm-hmm. If you're just trying to look to make the rules simpler... That's one set of systems that, that eliminates others. If you're looking f- to make the rule, uh, to, to have it more more bounded by rules and stuff, well, then that's another bunch of systems of gerps and HERO and stuff. We'll, we'll, if you're looking for it to be more real and more and more gravity actually will affect you, well, that's another set. So you need to ask yourself what it is you want out of the system that mm-hmm. you want to pick before you just commit. Just say, oh, this seems like it might yeah. work. Yeah. You have to say to yourself, what is it I don't like about this right. system and that I want to change? Yeah. And this, and, and then look for a system that has those changes in it.
1: Yeah. If I, you're just bored, yeah. then maybe put this on hold. Yeah. Do something <laughs> completely different in another system and maybe come back to this. That's the, a wise, wise <laughs> word it's right
3: there. I have two suggestions.
0: One is Make sure you're willing for your campaign to die mm. if you switch wow. systems. Yeah. No, that's because true. that's what happened. Yeah. That's like what change. happened with ours. Well we, we were read-
1: okay with the change. It was just it was hard. Continue.
0: Well then that's my second yeah. my my second point is even though I told all of the players I don't want to retranslate. The, mm-hmm. the powers and feats that you have in 4th edition D&D and just convert them into either hero or GURPS. I want you to reimagine the characters themselves mm-hmm. as and then build them in that system using the confines of that system yeah. rather than trying to recreate all of the stuff that you had in D&D. Yeah. Even though I said that very explicitly many times, most of the players tried to recreate their characters. Mm-hmm. And with the first thing we went to was hero. And they did all kinds of crazy things, like someone had an area effect thing that mm-hmm. would like increase their, their player's speed, mm-hmm. which as you well know, if you mess. don't have... Yeah. If, <laughs> it's neat, you're but right. boy, if, you cha- if you're prepped for it and you have you know, the little grid with all mm-hmm. of the player characters, mm-hmm. you know what impulses they move on and everything, it's not a problem, but if you don't and you have to suddenly remake that on the fly... That's a pain. Your, your
2: three-hour combat is going to turn into a six-hour combat, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <Easily>. Right. <laughs> and and a lot of mistakes. And and the players just didn't want to give up the stuff they had earned in the previous yeah. system, mm-hmm. and, and and so when it when it switched to Hero, that was that was just a hot mess because the, the the characters was just way too complicated, and it was too large of a group. I mean, at that point we were like eight people. Yeah. Yeah, you, for Hero, way too. Way it was
2: too. like a month to make the character.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we switched to GURPS and say, had the same kind of problem because, especially, I mean, Hero, you can recreate everything that mm-hmm. exists in every power and every spell you can find. You can recreate it. It's, that's that's what it does. Right. But GURPS doesn't really do that. I mean, kind of does a little bit, but not as right. not as easily. Not yeah. as refined. And and I and and so don't discount the players being disgruntled that their characters have changed and they've lost stuff that they had before. That is a that is a big deal to a lot of players.
2: And it does change the feel of the
0: game a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to, to the other side of that, um, I think it's important to understand how genre can work and can cheat mm-hmm. um, because you may have a fantasy story and you want to take it into outer space. Mm-hmm. Right? That looks like Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Star Wars Mm -hmm. isn't science fiction Mm -hmm. you know and it's like fantasy can go in outer space it won't look like Star Trek
0: Space wizards Mm -hmm. I agree (laughs) No, um, so sec- the second question mm-hmm. uh, what would you consider to be the basic action of generic systems like GURPS, Savage Worlds I mean it's, it has to be more than it's realistic it's pulpy, heck feel free to talk about other systems as well when it comes to basic actions Jason may be there and telling me I'm completely buggered up Shadowrun's basic action for example, so chat away GURPS, um, you're gonna die easy <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, okay, that's a se- that's a second game. This is not second game. I mean, mm-hmm. GURPS you can die easily. A traveler you can die pretty e- pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, I think um, wild talents, wild talents has some of that. So that's, I mean, you're being glib, but yeah, that like, system. And and when you're when your characters are fragile that way, mm-hmm. when you, when when anybody could die at any moment, it changes the way you play. Yeah, and it changes the world mm-hmm. because now all of a sudden that kobold. Doesn't isn't as funny as it once was. I'm kind of dodging his question, yeah. but I, I don't think that's a
0: fair question to say of generic systems mm-hmm. because generic systems, th- your basic action really depends on the setting. Yeah, it's not the game. It's not the. It's not D twenty that decides you're going to go out and fight monsters, kill them, and take their mm-hmm. stuff. Right. It's the setting.
1: Yeah.
0: So that I think that really depends.
1: I agree. I think that's. If you're, if you're talking like what you're saying, it's, it has to be more than it's realistic or it's pulpy, like, yeah, when you're talking about a generic system, they are specifically designed to not have that layer of flavor on it, right. so that you can put that in there.
0: Well, I'd like, I was just looking through my old, like, second or third edition GURPS swashbuckler, mm-hmm. that's where if you want to play pirates and play in the golden age of sail, what's the basic action if you're playing a pirate campaign? Uh,
3: mm-hmm. Sailing? Swing, swinging from the... Sh- like mass, <clears throat> Discovering places, finding oh, yeah, treasure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exploring.
0: Robbing people. I mean, but GURPS, that's not what GURPS is. It's what the oh, setting is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, playing, if you're playing GURPS Horse Clans, you're not dying mm-hmm. and uh, getting a lot of scars and uh, trying I guess, to build I guess a we need to sort
3: of figure out what he means by basic action then.
0: No, that's what he means. But basic action, if you look at his examples, D&D, the basic action is to kill monsters and take their treasure, and level up so that you can kill even bigger monsters. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. That's its basic and that is its basic thing, but that's the mm-hmm. setting more than it is yep. it yeah. is the, the 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 rules system.
1: Yeah and you can see there are I mean like depending on how the DM runs it um like Dragon Heist they tried to pull away from that vibe like there's still a lot of just killing things oh sure unless you run it like a Bria and there's no combats whatsoever because (laughs) your fucking party starts talking their way through everything right but um but yeah so I mean you can you can do heist in D&D you can do all these things and if you do go into like Eberron that's another flavor that can be very different than just like killing you know like dungeons and killing stuff right,
0: I mean I, I ran a GURPS fantasy campaign for a long time and it was a lot like a and d game yeah. I mean they, they went around and killed stuff and mm-hmm. searched people's pockets after they murdered them mm-hmm. and <laughs> to see what they could find if they could get enough money to buy a better horse or something like yeah. that
2: oh yeah but the and challenge is oh, I'm sorry go, I go? <coughs> the challenge is more in the conversion. Yeah than it is right. finding the basic action yeah. because yeah. the basic action could be anything
0: totally. And so I think if he's going to switch from D&D to GURPS or Hero that question in and of itself I don't think is super relevant because that's going to really depend on the setting mm-hmm. he's bringing into mm-hmm. that generic system yeah.
3: GURPS yeah. and Hero really affect the way you play as well that's I mean, true they do I mean I don't want to combat anything in GURPS whether it's nope. with a sword or anybody with a gun <laughs> I don't want I don't want I want to talk my way to everything because you can literally die in one hit yes
4: Yes, um,
3: you I was. Uh, it maybe brings us to our third one if we're done with go that ahead. one, um, which is uh, looking at various systems. And I, I kind of feel like you need to stick with a similar system and, and maybe simplify. I was thinking maybe tiny d6 <coughs> because mm-hmm. it still does everything that you want it to have done, but it th- everything's simpler. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it. I don't know what it is. Again, I, I, we go back to my first question, which is why you want to switch systems in the first place. I'm going to guess because 3.5 is a bit unwieldy and kind of a mess, and so you just want to make it, and, and, and you want the flexibility of shoehorning in your homebrew without it breaking the established rules of three five. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I would say looking at something like Tiny D6, or uh, what was the other one that it popped into my head when I was... When I was, 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 <coughs> was
1: going to suggest uh, maybe Dungeon World.
3: Oh, uh, that was it.
1: Oh, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's very much the flavor of D&D, but with the PPT, PBTA system, mm-hmm. um, so... I, I haven't played that one. Personally, it's one of the flavors of PBT I haven't tried yet, mostly because I don't want to play D&D, <laughs> even if it's a D6. Right. We, um, we yeah. tried a
3: Savage Worlds fantasy game, and uh, it, it's okay, but it has a different... it's not D&D. And and the whole the whole uh, the thing that killed us and maybe that's different now with the with the new ones that I haven't played Savage Rolls in a long time which is uh, you know when you turn to run away you get the the, the opponent oh, gets the the attacks of the opportunity attacks uh, of opportunity yeah, and those were literally like would op- wipe out a whole, yeah. whole they yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was like this doesn't work for your for your combats
2: and <laughs> and you may have to house rule it up yeah because yeah. you know there's just a certain point where. This thing works different. You yeah. know. You don't become harder and harder and harder to kill with a knife. Yeah. In every other system than D and D.
3: And and falling damage never becomes irrelevant. in groups. And, and groups of Savage Worlds and Hero are all point by systems. So you're gonna right. be spending a lot of time Finessing, you know, what sword does what damage and why, and how your power works, and, and translating your magic missile over to mm-hmm. something. All of that's going to take a lot of front loading, a lot of work. once you get that,
2: that PhD yeah. in hero, <laughs> <laughs> once you've done it for a few years, you could do it in your sleep. Uh,
3: and once you do hero, you can do savage worlds like that. Right? <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. That's from trigonometry to algebra. That's mm-hmm. easy. Yeah.
1: Now, he mentioned uh, how do you. Wait, how, oh, sorry, the chat had a couple <laughs> of suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixth world. No, no idea what that it. is. Never heard of it. Uh, also, the sprawl. Um, it's hard to tell from chat, but uh, the name of the Shadow Shadowrun Dungeon World setting. Um, I, that might be what they're talking about. With that's, the sprawl it says. that's the sprawl. That's the sprawl. I think
0: that's. I think that. I, I think that's. Sprawl. It's either
1: the sprawl or Six World. It's hard to follow the chat. I'm sorry. I've been talking chat. Um, and uh, Blades in the Dark and Band of Blades. They're both talking about. Um, they can be a fantasy setting. ...who like playing characters that are smarter than them. So those are all su- different suggestions, depending, again, like Stork was saying, on what you're <coughs> looking for to improve or change in your game.
0: And, and now the, He had that up earlier in the email, he said, uh, wondering um, how you deal with the differences in a system when trying to convert the world, not so much the characters... That's not hard. I mean, yeah. I mean, in GURPS, I would sit down if, like, I wanted to remake a monster from the DMG or from the mm. Monster Manual. I just open it up and go. Well, that seems pretty strong, so I'm going to give it a strength of thirty. Right, right. you know, <laughs> just kind of ballpark
2: it. And if you can go from feet to yards, you know, you can <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you can know how to, how long it takes to get to a castle.
0: Exactly. So it's not it's not a big deal. That's not, that that's true. That, that's you I mean you're going to be. Doing a lot of conversion of stuff, but I mean, as, as far as feel goes, you're definitely going to get a different feel with every with every system, and that is going to affect how people play. And you got to make sure they know that going oh, yeah. into it. Don't bring them like if you're playing fourth edition D and D, it's damn hard to kill characters in fourth edition D and D. Yes, it's re- it's not a, it is. I tried. I tried to kill yeah, you guys, and I couldn't. I couldn't.
3: I didn't. Kill, I don't think I killed anyone. No. Again, I,
0: I mean, we I,
1: tried to die, and we couldn't die.
3: <laughs> it's it's it's, it's become it's become my running joke now, which is like how you judge a system is about how much damage you take when you fall downstairs. Yeah. Right. And mm. and it, it's trite, but it does make sense. If you could, you sit around and calculate how much damage you take falling downstairs. It really sums up what the system's going to be like mm. when you play it. Yeah. It's like. Clearly, I'm immortal. It's not a problem. Or, ow! I literally died by the time I got to the bottom of the steps. Right. I don't want to play this game. At I'm going to be hospitalized for three weeks. <laughs> for right. three weeks, right. and I got to sit there and because time management, I got to role play that shit out. <laughs> uh. We had a, in
0: our fifth edition game, Kimmy's character fell off of a scaffolding onto the ground. Oh yeah, and we figured that it was like 50 feet it or was something. So far. And I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna. She's gonna take some damage from this. But at that point, you guys were like, what, seventh we're or eighth really, level? Yeah, we're
1: pretty high. And I, was, I
0: looked it up and looked up what the I'm like, Really? That's it.
1: Yeah, it was not yeah, at me,
2: all. Me fall.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Nope. I was a badass orc with some armor and right? shit. And you're like,
3: shouldn't the armor make it worse? I don't know. Just, no, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're you, you're you basically jump carrying to the superhero landing for the four points of oh. damage you You're, so.
0: okay. you're carrying okay.
3: the hard surface <laughs> you're gonna fall on with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there any love in the chat room for a basic role play? Is that a BRP? Burp.
1: Uh, I think so. They also echoed uh, Dungeon World and Tiny D Six. Um,
3: basic roleplay might be nice because <laughs> it is basically it's just a, it, all the stuff stripped off, but mm-hmm. it's very D and D like. Well, yeah. they've. I would wait until the new version of it comes oh, out because
0: because okay. because Seventh Edition Call of Cthulhu, which is basic roleplaying, they've fixed the system in some significant ways so I would be very interested I I don't know if they'll even come out with one but if they come out with like a generic basic role playing using that those changes that would that would be a very interesting game I think to play I think
3: uh, yeah because I bought the the basic roleplay book from I don't know what I don't know what edition it was third maybe or fourth the, or something a couple of years ago. I think they only came out one. with one and it, okay. it it went out of print fast. It sold like that. Well, I bought it from like the Warhorse thing there because mm-hmm. I, oh, I, I remember I think I played a game with it at the, one of the last cons I went to a long so time was a while ago. But uh, I'm like well, it's a robust little system you know it's gotten mm-hmm. it's sort of everything stripped out of it and it's just a playing system so. Again, it's what you're what you're going for, but there's a lot of choices out there. I think yeah. once you figure out what it is you want out of your game, then you can start looking at the games you, you should go to. But I wouldn't default immediately to Gurps or Savage Worlds, even though they seem like great ideas, they may not be. Yeah. Trust me, Gurps as much as Stu loves it, he even acknowledges it's not the right game for a lot of different mm-hmm. systems. Uh, you can play anything in it, but should you?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean it it it, it does realism good. Yep, mm-hmm. it doesn't do like I mean, you can tweak it mm-hmm. to make it do pulpy sort of swashbuckler stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't start out that way. If I was going to, if I wanted to use a crunchy system and do swashbuckler stuff, I'd use Hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the stun damage is one of the right. greatest mechanics ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can kick people through walls. You punch the crap out of people <laughs> and, and they just shake it off eventually.
2: And Hero would be good to play Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh, yeah, it would. It would be bad mm-hmm. to play Star Wars.
3: I'd yeah. actually, yes. I'd actually uh, Savage World's my, my Musketeer or pirate game? Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. Um, chat is also suggesting the Index Card RPG, which I haven't read through yet, but I've heard good things about it. So does the chat. Um, and <coughs> Black Hack Two
3: What's Black Hack? I wow. don't know. These guys are so hip. We're all oh, all and
1: uh, the Genesis System. So, which is the generic that, system yeah. for a fantasy flight. I know you don't like the special dice, Sue. He's making a face. I don't mind the
0: special dice. It's the unplayable system that bothers me. <laughs> but- <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I've not played
1: Yes.
2: I've read it. I haven't played it. Yeah. It, it seemed like it did everything under the sun.
1: Yeah, evidently right. they have a new fantasy supplement out that has some good examples of stuff. I haven't played... We played L5R, mm-hmm. which I, I liked elements of that a lot. I didn't necessarily like... The some-
0: composure... Thing yeah, was cool. yeah,
1: yeah. Some of that stuff was really cool. Um, I did like in our okay. Edge, of, Edge of the Empire uh, FFG. There were some stuff I really liked in that too. Hmm. Um, it was a little over complex for my taste. Generally, as far as the talent trees and stuff with the yeah. the characters, it's like it's skill trees, the skill trees. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I play video games. They are talent trees. Um, but I, I have actually been interested. I have not purchased Genesis yet, but I am interested because I do really like the cool special dice.
2: Um, what about that, uh, that? That 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 that. Crazy game, uh, Land of the Demon Lord, Shadow of the Demon Lord. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, that is a high, super high fantasy, mm-hmm. super wacky, super magic y um, system where um, anything happens. You play all these monster classes, and the supplements are going to give you all of this information on how to do this evil stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can always go off the map and do your own thing.
0: So it's sort of a grim dark fantasy?
2: It's very of? grim dark fantasy. Okay.
0: Huh, I never. I had not heard no, of it. Yeah. yeah. It.
1: Interesting. There it is. Yeah.
0: By Robert Schwalb.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Tomes is in the chat room. He's like, I stand by my statement that all games can be played in For the Queen. <laughs> 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 that is so you, Tomes. We love That's you. <laughs> all,
0: all games can also be played in Ten Candles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they'll be
3: short. Blackbird.
0: They'll be
1: short. <laughs> they'll end horribly. Yes. <laughs> Not right. god. God, now I want to do a, get a letter. <laughs> I want to do a ten candles laser ponies game. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a letter.
2: That would be awesome.
1: I, I,
3: I, did, I, I chose to use ten um, candles in our assistant, but they always had a T TPKs. I don't understand. <laughs> oh
1: my god! Have you are you familiar
0: with ten candles? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Looking forward to playing it next month. It's
0: oh, are so you gonna play? Good. It is the season. Oh, it's so fun! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Halloween man! Yeah. Oh
1: my god, laser ponies, ten candles, the glue factory. Ooh, it's so sad and bad oh I feel bad okay <laughs> go to the next email quickly uh, GM
0: fun uh, GM spun a horror story from Lam- Lamasu. I'll read it you want to read it you want to split it let's
3: split it wasn't Lamassu like a creature from, from the oh
0: you know what I think you're right
3: yeah wasn't it like what like a snake like um, naga kind of thing yeah with a human head or yeah. something yeah I think it was and I think it was spelled with two L's
0: anyway hi all oh go ahead Hi all. First-time writer, been listening my way back through the backlog of shows to beginning, and want to share this story with you and get your feedback. I started playing RPGs when I was about eight or ten years old, but I but I took about thirty year a thirty year break. That's a long break from gaming, and recently picked it up again. I was visiting one of my oldest friends and wanted to run him through a game with his son. I'm a fan of PBTA. games and had prepared a loosely organized monsters of the week game for our little group to run through my friend was inviting two of his friends to play as well i feel like i was pretty clear with everyone that i wanted to play a game set in the modern day city of san francisco sweltering in the savage in a savage heat wave
1: it's like <coughs> 85 and You're right <laughs> Take
0: off unless sweater. it's december and then it might be 100
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: You're from there.
2: Yeah. They they, they they have cool summers. Yes. But great weather.
3: What was uh, it? Mark Twain's famous quote the, the
0: well?
2: coldest winter I ever spent was a summer, summer in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah.
0: Um, I was creating a dark scenario with a gritty feel to it, more akin to a modern horror film. Hmm. He's playing this with uh, Oh Maybe with it doesn't say how old his son is. Okay. Yeah. I'm like I'm thinking like eight.
1: Like yeah. <laughs> <Probably not. laughs>
0: There's the horror story. Um, um, (laughs) We met up for the first session to make characters and run through the opening part of the scenario. I had met one of the other gamers, but the second gamer, more my age, whom I'll call Joe, was new to me. I feel like I did a good job setting the scene and describing the tone of the game. We start making characters. Joe sets his heart on the expert character. What's your character like, I asked. He's a South Seas Islander who's hunting a witch doctor who killed his family," replies Joe. "Okay, so far so good." <laughs> Joe continues. He only wears a pair of shorts and a full, heavy black rubber overcoat, and he carries a harpoon where everywhere he with him.
2: Quick. What's the?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is. From Obi Dick. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> you realize this is set in the city of San Francisco, and. That it's very hot. He did mention the heat wave. Yes. Um, You will stand out like a sore thumb, and especially a rubber overcoat. See, I I was thinking rubber overcoat, like some kind of kink thing or something. But you mean? But now I realize you mean like that big yellow. That wasn't what I was thinking of when I originally
3: read (laughs) it. Right. That wasn't what I was (laughs) thinking. black, but yeah, back in the day there were these big black sort of (coughs) trench coat things that you would wear in the climate weather.
2: Rubber wax.
3: Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Raincoats.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, because that wasn't what I was thinking <laughs> no, of at all. Yeah. Never black rubber,
0: now
1: yeah.
3: vinyl.
0: And
1: <clears throat> Pretty.
0: That's a I think vinyl's a different kink. It is. Um, is a, yeah. <clears throat> similar. Uh, no judgment. N- no, none at all. Notwithstanding the fact that a harpoon may be illegal to carry in a lot of places, I ask. <clears throat> no, Joe is emphatic. This is how his character looks. The son of my friend, who is 14, decides his character, a spell slinger, will be a techno-mage who powers, whose powers are directed through his barbecue fork... And a knife sharpening steel. He also goes everywhere with a cooking apron on. So they're making like makeshift superheroes. Is what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> wacky ones at that. Mm-hmm. Well, again, this is like Mystery Man, San Francisco. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. So far, the game is off to a rocky start for a grim, dark, real-world setting. The other characters. Are A mundane and a specialist are both reasonable interpretations of the theme of the game. I sigh and move on into the game itself. The players are at the docks with a group of policemen investigating a ghost ship that had drifted in from Russia. That's a cool plot. I'm stealing that. On board, (laughs) they find a grisly mess and a lone survivor who has witnessed some sort of atrocity. The police are escorting the witness and the players down the gangplank to the ship when Joe tells me, I grab the suspect and start to wrestle with him pulling him away from the police officer why i ask no reason is given so joe begins to struggle with the witness the police the policeman who is an american born but spanish heritage who the players know is a somewhat dirty cop named michael he is furious and orders joe to stop joe ignores him he is ordered to stop again he ignores the warning at this point michael has drawn his gun and orders joe to stop Joe ignores him, so I have Joe act under pressure. He partially succeeds and wrestles the witness, the only witness to the mystery, away from Michael and releases him to run off into the press of people at the base of the gangplank. Joe then turns and addresses Michael the policeman, calling him Miguel. Michael, who speaks no Spanish and is a native-born in the U.S. and proud to be American, takes offense and sees this as a possibly racist slur given his heritage a generation or so removed he makes it clear his name is Michael that calling him miguel seems like a slur on his heritage and to turn and turn around to submit to arrest for releasing the witness joe refuses while being held at gunpoint and still calling michael by that by the name miguel at this point i'm presented with a conundrum do i shoot someone who is resisting arrest and who is just intentionally inexplicably released the only witness to a mystery ignores commands being given under gi- given by a gun-wielding police officer and who insists on calling said officer by a name which the officer clearly states he finds offensive instead of shooting him i cut to a different part of the scene and then return to all the players recovering from being pepper sprayed and summarily <laughs> subdued in the back of the police car this brings me to the crux of the issue i feel like some players seek out the fun at the behest of the gm <coughs> uh, at the behest of the gm's fun They do this by causing as much chaos and disruption as possible. While this may be fun for them, it makes the GM's job more difficult and really impacts the the game's collaborative storytelling nature. As a GM who goes through and prepares an adventure, players who find fun in trying to derail it at every step are my nemesis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like players have an obligation to the GM to respect the GM's time-invested running the game and the theme and the story after all the GM is the one one of the players and deserves to be played wi- played with as a fellow storyteller instead of an adversary thoughts sincerely lamassu ps drink for me since i recently quit
1: drinking we will do so there's a lot here to yes. unpack. Mm-hmm. wow yeah so right off the bat it sounds like yeah like there's just there's a miscommunication, or just no giving a fucks. Yeah, like I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, but they either like didn't get it, or got it and didn't give a shit.
3: They're teenagers, at least.
1: Well, the well, son is, but the other guy's his Joe, dad. He
3: said Joe's is his age. His age. Yeah, the, the guy that's causing all this is his age. How old is he? Well, if
0: his, was son 30, is, his
1: son is fourteen.
3: <laughs> no, that's the
0: other guy's son, isn't it? That was his friend's son. Uh, I, I don't that know. Was... <clears throat> no, he, he's he's old because he took a thirty-year break. Yeah. So, so you don't take my a 30 friend, break. friend was in inviting sports. his two friends right. as well. I feel at like least. Uh, yeah.
2: We're doing this. Uh, this this word. Old problem. enough <laughs> to know better. Yeah. yeah. Old enough to know better.
0: <laughs>
1: old enough to fucking know better. I.
0: Player selection.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Role playing is a, a relationship. Yeah. You know? It is. It's an agreement to show up social in contract in a timely manner social contract mm-hmm. and um, you know play and and give and take and compromise mm-hmm. it's like in any relationship
3: Stu and I were once in a game where we really didn't like what was going on we kept trying we gave it the old college try but mm-hmm. after a while we were like fuck this game fuck these wizards <laughs> fuck this place let's get the hell out of <laughs> here and we actively just tried to leave the and get out of the, uh, their storyline. But we were not. we didn't go so far as to like just kill all the witnesses so we didn't ha- they didn't have any more story anymore. No. But we were like <clears throat> well, I don't want to be part of this story anymore. Let's go somewhere else. Cuz there was multiple reasons. And I, I remember DMing a game way back in the day where somebody was just having a bad night and so he made we were doing a superhero game and it was supposed to be just sort of fun little superhero game and he made a vigilante which actually later turned out to be him. Um, and he was just... It was not fun. I mean, he would just go shoot people. So you would set up a little mystery, and he'd shoot them, and you're like, Okay, I guess you guys don't get all the clues. You need to solve the mystery, because he just <laughs> shot him. Which is very similar to this, which mm-hmm. is why I'm now remembering it. It's... Sometimes you just... Players just... Are being just in the mood to be a dick. Or yeah. just in a bad mood. Right. And you can't help that. Even though you may have picked decent players and, and player selections. But not all... People but, get I mean...
0: Not all players are suited for all games. And right, if he wants true. to run a, a real grim, dark game, you got to have people who are excited about playing in a mm-hmm. grim, dark game. If you yeah. don't have that, you're, not, you're probably not going to get it. You're not going to get what you want.
2: And so the other part of that is, that sometimes the GM should give. Oh, sure,
0: absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. y-
2: your job is to be the adult in the room. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> and if it's like an improv comedy scene, sometimes people are going to respond to you in a way that you completely didn't expect. And Mm -hmm. rather than saying no and blocking, you bend with it and go yes, and you accept what they threw you even though that's not where you were going to go or what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And you riff off of it and you might be surprised what happens. Clearly they were making, and you summed it up, they were making Mystery Men. And you were wanting to do Call of Cthulhu Mm -hmm. or you wanted to do True Detective. And, and there is a balance that could have been met. You could have had True Detective mm-hmm. meets Mystery Men with a little bit of work. On it, but it's true. He's being a dick. He's basically tackling the witness and throwing him overboard so that you don't have a story anymore. But that doesn't get rid of the story. It doesn't get rid. There of can be story. another witness on board.
2: But if you show up with your mind made up,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, you're right, yeah.
1: It sounds like you did a good job. Like, you described what you wanted before you made the characters, which is great. Like, that's a great best practice. It's not like you're like, okay, make your characters. Here's the world you're in. No. Yeah, then they don't match. Um, And yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was like a one-shot, because you said you were visiting one of your friends. Um, so it doesn't sound like you were going to run this as a campaign. Right. So honestly, like I, I you, and it sounds like you were trying to, you know, bend with the wind a bit and kind of keep it working. And the other two people kind of had it right, and these two people didn't. Um, so yeah, it sounds like you're you're doing your best. Um, yeah.
0: But you, I mean, I mean, not, there are there's uh, many many times where I've just. Just thrown out what I've been working in campaigns, especially. I mean,
1: what? I, no way!
0: Oh, the, what's going and on the in the, in the Traveler not, game yeah, right I'm now? Not
1: actually surprised. That is great. all improv. That was sarcasm.
0: <laughs> the, 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 the Exodus game is all improv. I figured it started what? when you guys got the ship. I'm like, how could this ship be useful? Yeah. That's when I started thinking about that.
1: I thought it would have been the Crystal Squirrels. Like that was like <laughs> way off the rails. Right.
0: But I mean. Sometimes you could just you gotta it, it, it's collaborative and like most said the GM's got to give too yeah um, if you're gonna if you're all gonna have fun at the table right. and it's not happening because these two players want this kind of game and these two players want this kind of game and and you're with one side maybe you kind of need to step a little
3: over to the other side you showed up with your mind made up is a great quote
2: um, <laughs> there's another thing kind of like dating mm-hmm. GMing has changed a lot. In the last 30 years, yes, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we've come a That's long true. time away from that first, you know, quote about how you manage time in yeah. a game, yeah. and you know, people just expect a whole lot of different flavors of mm-hmm. fun, and you kind of have to, you know, come out of your cryogenic state and.
3: Okay, <laughs> playing Devil's Advocate. Sometimes as a GM, I mean, you you've spent time to craft thing, and you want to tell this great story. You know that you spent time with because it's like, I have this really great concept. This will be really fun for a game. And then you, you show up and you set it up, and then your players throw it out the window, and you're like, but this. If you guys give it a chance, this is going to be cool, right? And you can say to yourself, well, you guys are railroading, and it's and yada yada, and you made up your mind. But but there is a moment. There is. I mean, you show up with the best of intentions as a GM with a with an idea in mind that you want to entertain people with this story that you've or this idea that you have and sometimes you feel like you've been cheated out of your great storytelling moment now you've been knocked back on your heels and you're having to just sort of play defensive chess the entire the rest of the game you prep less
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you <I> <laughs> do but, but then, you're, then you're not tied to anything Then yeah then you're, you're just like oh this thing has to happen mm-hmm. you know what I mean
2: I stopped gaming for 10 years and I started writing stories mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. because I knew how it was supposed to go <laughs> <laughs> and right. I players messing it up. <laughs> that's
3: not necessarily my, my point. I mean like, like it's not. It's, but it's just
2: that you have like
3: um let's I'm just gonna make it up like let's say this ghost ship had the the, the mummy of Rasputin on it. Mm-hmm. Right? And that would have been a really cool twist, but we'll never know now because they're not gonna go there. Now you're back rocking back on your heels to come up with something else. Now they're sitting in the back of a
0: police car. Right. right. <laughs> with pepper spray in their eyes. Alright. Yeah. I think we do. Uh, That's the best insight we can give you. It's not all your <laughs> fault, but it's a little it, bit. It, yeah. <laughs> just a little. It's just a little. I think it is. Well, Isn't that fair? Is it fair to say? Isn't
1: it? I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's. It. Oh, go ahead.
2: Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if there was another game, mm-hmm. like the, the question is, how do you calibrate? Mm-hmm. Right, recalibrate.
3: And and he did have warning when he said he wanted to dress up like the Gordons fisherman with a harpoon. Mm-hmm. He was like at that point you're like, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I, this is not going to fit the game. Danger! I set up. Danger!
1: Totally danger. had a different picture
3: in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was way more mystery men.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think and I think what you're saying at the end, like some players seek fun, uh, like at the, the the cost of the GM's fun.
0: That's true. There are definitely yeah. players yes. who do that. There are, yeah.
1: I don't think most players intend that. I think most players either simply don't register at the GM as a player and don't think about their fun, um, which isn't good either, um, or they are just looking to, like, make the story more complex, and you need to just make sure if you have a player like that in your, in your campaign especially. Um, that you have really good communication with them right. and like hey like I don't mind you doing this crazy stuff because it is interesting but you know just just have really great communication with them um, uh, uh, Jason is really good about this um, and tends to have people like do super crazy stuff in his campaigns mm-hmm. because he's really good at that communication and rolling with it yeah. but you know there's some GMs who aren't as, who aren't as comfortable with that and don't necessarily want that happening quite as much in their campaign so just make sure you're talking to those players. And someone in the chat was like, why do we say that like one shot translates to they, players can do anything they want right. in the game because of no consequences? Right. And I just wanted to kind of go back and clarify. I'm kind of likening it to a sprint versus a marathon. You have a rock in your shoe and you're sprinting 100 yards, you can make that no problem, it kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but not a big deal yeah. if you've got a rock in your shoe for a marathon you will be bleeding and yes. have like no skin on the bottom of your foot by the end of that marathon Right. so you can put up with some discomfort for a short period of time much more easily than during a long form campaign so it doesn't necessarily mean you should have to but right. you can
3: and there is one other thing, I'm piggybacking on what you were saying, which is there is a, the worst case scenario is that this player likes to be the center of attention and so they they start sabotaging things so that the spotlight always gets thrown on them mm-hmm. and that's we've had emails about that and some other mm-hmm. horror stories and things as well and that's that's a player that is best avoided again yes. that brings you back to what you do yeah. you to make sure you, you vet <coughs> your players but mm-hmm. it, players like that can be a real can be really hard to deal with mm-hmm. there is no good solution for that other than just just saying well that's it they're it's going to end the campaign and then calling yeah. up the other players and starting another campaign.
1: Unless they're a perfect match for the flavor of campaign you want. Mm-hmm. right? Sure. If that's like the one mm-hmm. thing like if you decided to do a mystery man campaign and they like jumped on that, they might be fantastic for that.
0: I am the waffler. Uh,
1: yeah right. that's like and they will lean into that and they will like match perfectly or you know then they might be the dick who you do mystery man and they're like no Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like the one like serious character they can like, be the sphinx yeah. he's terribly <laughs> mysterious I <laughs> <laughs> like that but uh, so anyway but good horror story thank you for sharing horror thank stories you. and send more emails because we need emails yep. in we now. need
0: more emails alright Thank you for joining us, for Season Twenty Five, Episode Eight of Happy Checks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. My name is Stork. My name is Moe. And thank you for coming in, Mo. Yeah! come back again, please.
1: Congratulations okay. again for your Kickstarter event. Yeah. Congratulations. Let's fund it today? Thank you for all the awesome Woo. advice. Yeah. Oh, I'm full Good of input. it. <laughs> and advice.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. We'll see you next Friday at 7pm 05 Pacific Time. Yeah. Uh, HappyJax.org slash live. And don't forget to email HappyJaxRPG at gmail.com. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: Check out HappyJax.org slash schedule for all our upcoming games and also changes in the schedule. I know we have a couple games not happening this weekend because this weird group called the Boggards has some sort of gig. I don't know. Yeah, if
0: you're in if you live in Idlewild and you have Idyllwild, an internet right. connection, so you can somehow hear me, uh, we're, there's a Renaissance Fair this weekend. We'll be there Saturday and Sunday, doing three shows a day.
3: Yeah. If nothing else. Idlewild makes a great name for your next Elven Forest. There you go. Exactly. Thank you very much for leaving the song.
0: D and D, and then they'll give you crap. I still hear them cry. Drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. Hundreds to
4: the Atlanta. A on your head. drinking I have your a curse on your head Drinking pine after pine until I'm dead I just keep drinking and I don't know why But tonight is the night that I drink till I die yeah, Six and the morning, can't remember my name I see all the faces, they all look the same